Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Thank you. <laughs> that is exactly what is going on. 
God bless. You are a parent. My goodness. You can be a parent at any age. The child don't have to be a newborn or none of that. The older ones are the harder ones. Because they've been here longer than you. Big kids they know power. more than you. Mm -hmm. They know what they're talking about. And they have no filter. Big kids with power. Mm-hmm. But you got to love them. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all um, located at Starbucks. So there may be a little ruckus nice. in the back. <laughs> a little ruckus in the back. But we are going to have a great meeting this morning. All right. So today we're going to pick back up with the real estate. And today we're going to talk about equity. Um, we did the cash on cash return. Grace, let's run through the cash on cash return just one more time. So I want to make sure everyone got it. And we're doing the back of the envelope analysis calculation. I just want to make sure that everybody, before we do that, Grace, I'm just going to run through them all real quick. So there's two types of rental property calculations. The first type is income. The second type is equity. In income. Hold on, y'all. Let me let me pause and give because we got a lot a lot of people coming in. So let me just pause and give them some time to roll on through. While we doing that, how's everybody doing this morning? Good. Thank you for it. How about you? Good. The boy, I'm a little tired. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Did you understand everything I sent to you, Deanna? I haven't gone through it fully, but for well, the most part, okay. For the most part, yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure I was making sense last night. I was a little tired. Uh, I completely understand. I completely understand. Trust me, I do. I'm sleeping now. I'm sleeping. Now. I got a shot of adrenaline. That was awesome. All right, now everyone. Before we get started, please forgive me. We have a couple of announcements. Um, the hurricane that um, hit Florida, it elevated to a higher category, like category four or five now. Um, but fellow season are safe. They are, hold on, I can tell you, they're not even in the state, so, but keep, keep your energy, send them positive vibes, um, make sure, just check on them, because they still have friends out there, and not only that, wherever, they were one of the things that Susan was telling me was where they live. It's it's not where the hurricane was supposed to hit initially, but they live around a lot of marshes and lakes. There's a lot of bodies of water around them. So while they are physically safe, which we are grateful for, they may not have a home to go back to. So let's please keep Phil and Susan in our thoughts and in our prayers, reach out to them, let them know that we are thinking about them. Um, 
when I text Susan early Tuesday, because I knew it was going to be Tuesday night, I didn't get a text message till later that night, and I, I was a little worried. And when she texted me, she was letting me know the reasons why it took her so long to respond. But they are safe. They are in Alabama, so they're nowhere near the fifth floor. You know, they they ain't even in it. They not handle. They do. They just stay up and around. But um, again, where they live. They still have friends there. And their home is still there. And the category, uh, Antonio said the cat is, I think it was, a, is it a now a category five race or a category four? When it I believe we moved to category five. I had gotten a, a message from my Weather Channel app. For what? I had gotten a message from my Weather Channel app that I saw, it was, I think it said category five. Okay. So if y'all can just please send to them through some positive energy and positive vibes. Use your energy to put a protection around them in their home. Because while they're safe, Phil and Susan have done so much and they've accomplished so much and they had that in their home. So we want to we want to put the energy out there that they come back to a home. So please make sure you're checking on Phil and Susan. Make sure they're okay. Make sure everything is cool. Now, next thing, we talked about it yesterday. So I'm going to bring it back up today. The full moon events. Antonio told you on several occasions that he's shifting. If you can see the shift throughout the company, you can see how it's shifting. And where, excuse me and where it's shifting to. Antonio is doing a full moon ritual for October. And a full moon ritual is a time to get quiet, reflect, and celebrate. Working with moon energy is a great way to develop or strengthen your journaling practice as you can engage in moon rituals like every two weeks or every month um, on a full moon. You can also engage during what they call uh, the new moon or the dark moon, which basically means it's still there. We just can't see it. But no matter what, no matter what aspect the moon is in, there's still energy coming from it. Like I was saying the other day, if you've ever paid attention, when the tide is really high, it's like a week before the full moon. And when the tide is really low, that's the week of the full moon. So the full moon does that to the large bodies of water that cover the world. What do you think they're doing to you, your body, your energy? And, basically, and what a full moon ritual does is it allows you to utilize the energy from the moon to develop again or strengthen something that you're doing. Full moon ceremonies are, are offered Excuse me, full moon ceremonies offer us a sacred opportunity to check in with ourselves and examine our exterior world to, you know, cultivate clarity on the path that we like to forge forward with. You know, introspection is a great thing to do during a full moon ceremony. Gratitude is something that should be at the forefront when it comes to a full moon celebration. I call them celebrations because 
I kind of party. I'm not even gonna lie. I I I kind of. And it's it's gonna be for those of you who are wondering, it's gonna be Sunday, October 9th. And if you Google full moon October 2022, you'll see it. And feel free. Okay, let me see. I see cameras on. If you can cut your camera on, cut it on. But I don't want. There is a stigma on full moon on ritual rules or anything like that. But I need you to understand something biblically. Whatever, whatever religion, Christianity, or or religious practice that you do, the moon is involved. The moon and the stars have been involved in everything since they went. Sailors live by it, farmers live by it. And it just so happens that this particular moon is called the uh, hunter's moon. It's the first full moon after the harp moon, which is in September. And it's the closest to the autumn equinox. Autumn equinox was September, I think like 26th or something, or 22nd or something, which is the first day of autumn. And it's ideal time for harvesting those final crops of the year. I was talking to uh, Antonio one day, I think we were walking into the office and I said, I love spring and I love fall. He's like, well, that makes sense for you. I was like, why? He said, because those are seasons of harvest. But for me, like, I wish I could tell y'all. If y'all, hold on, let me see if y'all can see this. I'm going to turn off my blood. I just want y'all to see this. So look outside. Y'all see how blue that sky is? How clear it is? Not a daggone cloud in the sky, sun out. And it's not even hot. It's cold outside. I had the heater on while I was driving this morning. I love this kind of weather. And it's a season of harvest, and it makes sense. So for this full, full moon celebration or full moon ritual, you meditate. You know, you do some introspection, which we don't like to do. We think introspection is the worst thing in the world when actually it will save your life. But you do some introspection. You celebrate. You, if you... um like write out the accomplishments that you had for the year. And then on October 9th, during the full moon ritual, after you do your ritual, you have, you, you, you make a spread, like you having a party and you go and have a party. That's what I do. I mean, after I do, you know, meditation and introspection and all of that, I actually, I party. I'm not a drinker, but you know, I'll have a couple of couple of something, margaritas, you know, some other things, but we're not gonna go too crazy for that. But <laughs> don't judge me, okay? <laughs> anyway, but no, with the full moon ritual, um, it's it's a it's after it's like it's the closest to the uh, autumn equinox. It's after it's after the autumn equinox. The uh, hunter's moon. It's that's what this month's moon is referred to. And if you have like the almanac, the farmer's almanac, it actually breaks down to you like what each moon is and the best time to harvest and this, this, and that, and that. So think of think of this celebration as your harvest celebration. Think of October 9th as the day that you harvest all of your all of your you harvest all of the fruit that you have planted throughout the year. And this is your time to harvest. And during the harvest, you celebrate. 
You're not sad during your harvest. You got crops coming in. You excited. You about to get some money. <laughs> so that's so use it as that. You know, and during this time, just like the moon expects to go big six months, like go real big, expect to reap all that is needed to survive the winter in your life. Whatever your winter is, be expected to have a wonderful harvest and celebrate. This is the perfect energy to embody in early October as we approach the winter solstice, which is in December. So for this full moon event, you, uh, you can expect guided meditation, soul-connecting journaling, a healing discussion circle, and cleansing breath. For this, you'll need a notebook and some paper or digital journal and a pen and pencil, whichever one you use. Optional for those who practice um, things outside of just going to church and those who understand the importance of these things in the church, sage, incense, and candles. You might want to have those too. Now make sure you're in a quiet, tidy space. Don't celebrate in clutter. That's not smart. Don't celebrate in clutter because all you're going to do is just enhance the clutter. And you don't want to do that. So make sure you're in a tidy space where you can relax and you can connect with yourself. Now, if you're questioning the stage and incense and candles, I'm going to need you to pay attention to a certain thing, uh, a few things. In a Catholic church, when the priest is walking down the aisle, what do you, that little thing that he swings back and forth, that smoke's coming, that has smoke coming out of it, what do you think that is? That's incense. I grew up Methodist. Every morning, the youth of the church walked up, we lit the altar candles, and we came back, and then at the end of church, we went up and put them out. So I just want to let you know, this is not something that is, oh my God, that's taboo. No, it's something you do on a regular basis. It, like, it really is. It just so happens that we are drawing from the energy of the moon instead of the energy of the congregation. We're drawing from the energy of the moon instead of the energy of, I don't know, earth, however you want to put it. But it's been something that I've been doing for like two years now. I actually go out to the Texas City Dike. If y'all are from the Texas area, the Texas City Dike is like this extremely long pier. It's like what, two miles long, Grace? I believe so. And my watch is going to stop you. The watch pulled up the Texas City Dike. I'm not doing this no more. This watch got to come off. This is too much. I say Texas City Dike, and my watch said, This is what we found. <laughs> <laughs> no, ain't nobody asking to search. Stay out of my business. Uh, but it's a pier where um, people go, they fish, they hang out, but it also has one side that's a beach. So I go out there, take some snacks, take some, you know, have me a little fire out there, some yoga mat, so I can sit down and relax and chill and just enjoy just enjoy the night you know just enjoy the energy of being out there i'm a, i love water water is a grounding water is grounding for me it's
it cleanses, it clears, and it grounds me. When I feel like I'm floating off into the air, I go to the beach and I stand in the water for a few minutes. I don't even have to stand all the way in. I just put my feet in and just stand there. That could be you. You can go to a beach. You can light your fire, light your fireplace. I don't know what the temperature is, but you can like drop your house temperature down to like 50 and then light the fireplace so it makes sense to you. <laughs> I think you want to do it. But um, Grace put the uh, $72 for the event. You can, um, she put Antonio's cash app in there. And again, guided meditation and soul connecting journaling will, will teach you how to do that. Um, help you, guide you in doing that. A healing discussion circle and, a, and cleansing breath work. Breath work is really important, especially for your core. Um, it helps strengthen your core, cleanse your core. Y'all, excuse me, I'm sorry, but it's strengthening your core, cleanse your core. Your core is so important when it comes to your breath work. I've learned that breath work can be so much. It increases your blood flow because you're you're doing so much and you're you're putting so much oxygen into your system. Like your full breath work allows you to actually fill your lungs with air and properly expel that air. So it strengthens those muscles. When you do it the right way, you'll actually feel like you'll feel some kind of like vibration in that area. That's because you you've awakened the, the energy in that area. And in that area, in your core area is actually your uh, you have your root, your sacral, and your, I know the, the solar plex. I can't think of the name of the, the chakra right now, but it, it strengthens that energy. It strengthens your core. It, when your core is strengthened, you have more confidence. You, you feel better. You Nothing can stop you. So breath work, cleansing that breath work is really important because you can cleanse out negativity with your breath work. You can cleanse out stress. If you're stressing, breath work will help you quickly relieve that stress so learning how to do that is not just for the moon ritual it's it's for everyday life like you can do it twice a day and y'all oh, she over here shaking her head so i know she know what i'm talking about <laughs> i'll be over that so 72 dollars uh, full moon uh, event is going to be october 9th oh thank you great it's going to be october 9th Notebook, paper, pens, or digital journal. Sage incense candle. You can get sage on Amazon. You can go on Amazon. Uh, do like white sage bundles. If you're looking for Wiccan supplies, do not use Amazon. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you there. No, no, not. I'm not. Not uh, sage. Any sage candles, crystals. Do not use Amazon. Gotcha. Go to a reputable dealer. Do not use Amazon, please. I will stop you right there. I will be deep. I will be deeply offended by that. <laughs> All right. So. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. <laughs> so, if you and if you're looking, you can go. Uh, they're not part. No, they're not. No, they're not. My thought process was Law and Melissa. When it comes to someone's comfort level, 
some people may not be comfortable enough to just walk into a wicked store. Me, I go there all day. I take Don with me. I actually did take Don. No, no, no. Yeah, I took Don with me one time. He was excited. I to tell him, don't touch anything. Don't, everything's glass. Don't touch it, okay? <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. But Law and Melissa are right. It's not powered properly. It's not charged properly. It's, it loses, it's, it's too commercial. It loses a certain level of energy. It, the energy is still there, but it's just not, it's just not. So go to your local Wiccan store or you can shop online for it. Um, the Good Witch actually, I think uh, she, her website, she actually sells it on her website. Uh, Pinterest, Pinterest, uh, but more important, look for natural herb stores in your area because they may sell bundles. Go to a Wiccan store. Um, like down here in the Houston area, we have what we call the Magic Cauldron. And then in Galveston, what is the one called in Galveston, right? Yes, I forgot the one that got from A. Shelly said some health food stores. Thank you so much. And natural food stores. That's what I was trying to think about. It just wasn't coming. Even massage therapists establishments, they'll better understand the importance of it. So it'll be prepared and stored properly for you. Um, whole goods. And Shelly said, bring on the alternatives. Because I only go to like the Magic Cauldron or can't remember why I can't remember the name of the one in Galveston on the screen. Can't even think of it. But anyway, so you can go to those places. But again, these are these are optional, or you can go instant. Um, and candles. Uh, when it comes to candles, get a white candle. Get a white candle, unless you are a little more intense with it then you, and you research your different colors and what they mean and what they represent, then you can go and have fun with it. I use all colors. Different. So, but have fun with it, you know, have a nice white candle. Uh, if you want a scented candle, make sure it's scented with something like eucalyptus or myrrh, things like that, you know, natural. All right, now we are moving forward to real estate. So again, um, there are two types, there are two important numbers when dealing with real estate. The first calculation is your income calculation. And we've gone through the income calculation. With the income calculation, that was the gross rent multiplier, the number, the 1% rule, which is the gross rent um, which is greater than or equal to 1% of the total purchase price of the property. We went through the cap rate, which is the net operating income divided by the total purchase price. And remember, the total purchase price is everything included. Go ahead, Grace, I see your hand up. Ibrahim um, said that... Um... Ibrahim said that um, anyone who signs up for the Full Moon event can get their podcast graphics or company logo as well. Um, I wanted to share. He, he just sent me two of them. I'm trying to find them. 
Hold on. Uh, I'm gonna keep talking till I find it. Uh, <laughs> I got so many things in save. Okay, so I'm gonna sh share one of these or both of them. Here is just Antoine's logo. Okay, there's oh, just Antoine podcast. Okay, and then I have one more um, that I'm gonna share as soon as I find it. Uh, starts with a D. So here we go. Uh, okay but yes he did say that if you would like to okay here's this one dove and dragon radio i'm not mm -hmm. sure who this not sure who this is for but there oh, you go i know who it's for i know okay. exactly who it's for okay great so there you go so anyone who uh signs up for the event the full moon event you will get your podcast graphic or company logo as well for no cost okay so congratulations to you all i mean it's of course the event is 72 dollars. but once you do that let me know or let diana know so that we can let ibrahim know yes please let us know so we can <laughs> yep that's exactly who it is <laughs> um dove and dragon radio is melissa's podcast if y'all are authors with her you know exactly what that podcast is if you are not but you have a book you should be reaching out to melissa if you have a business, you should be reaching out to Melissa. There you go, Melissa. Y'all heard what she did. You heard what she did. Um, but yes, podcast covers are extremely important, and I'm gonna just briefly tell you why. When you have a little bitty screen, because majority of people listen to it on their phone, and when you open up whatever podcast link it is, whatever you're listening to. That square is about that big. Your podcast cover needs to draw somebody. These are actually podcasts that I'm uh, subscribed to. But your podcast needs to be, your cover needs to catch attention. Quick, fast, and inert. Deanna, you got to stop scrolling. You're just going to end up on a vampire romance. You know what, Law? I mean, Ibrahim, uh, I'm not even going to lie to you. Maybe one up in here somewhere. Ooh, the raw material. I forgot I had that one. Shiny uh, things. Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm still half asleep, okay? I'm trying. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you so much, Ray. So now you know when you purchase your uh, full moon ritual slot you get a podcast cover now what if you say no, i don't have a podcast do you have a business or maybe i don't have a podcast or maybe i need to start one i mean you know just a couple of different thoughts a couple of different thoughts and just about everybody here has a podcast oh uh uncle ken and uncle jerome i possibly they have mentioned to Antonio about the uncles talking um so he said that he agrees <laughs> he approves and he'll make it a limited a limited series podcast so you know I'll let I, I'll get more details and I'll get with the two uncles and we can work them out you know but that podcast I want to be front and center I will be there <laughs> because we have Uncle Ken, 
and then you have Uncle Jerome on two different spectrums, but the same person almost. Like they don't sugarcoat, they're not gonna sugarcoat, but one delivers with love and one just delivers. <laughs> I love you. Love everybody too. Yeah, both of y'all love everybody, but y'all deliver y'all deliverances are completely different. Completely different. And we love it. All right. One last question, Deanna. Mm -hmm. Um, it's for Ibrahim. Can you get the logo for the podcast as well as a business? Someone wanted to know. So that's Ibrahim, that's a question for Ibrahim. Okay. may not be in a position to yeah it, the, they can they can do it it's just gonna be slower because i'll prioritize everyone getting at least one uh i mean melissa and then would know that it actually took time for me to get to them because you know i have a publishing schedule that i have to stick to so yeah but yeah sure why not because for me it's not about it's this is not transactional it's about just promoting something that's like whatever's flagship in the community right now. So if that's what it takes, then why not? That's why we love you so much. All right. Okay, so real estate. Back to what we were saying, there are there are two two different numbers that the back of envelope back of envelope equations help us with. That's income and equity, those are the two important numbers. So the first one, we've already gone through the entire first one, which was income. And with under income, gross rent multiplier, we went through that, and that is the total purchase price divided by, divided by the yearly gross rent. The second rule that we went through was the the 1% rule, which was the most, the, the monthly most, monthly gross rent, which is greater than or equal to 1% of the total purchase price. The second formula that we went through was the cap rate. The cap rate was the net operating income divided by the total purchase price. And of course the total purchase price for this one is the cost of repairs, management, taxes, uh, uh, HOA costs, which is, depending on where you are, if the housing, uh, like the rental association in your area. Uh, and then the, the next rule that we discussed was the 50% rule, 5-0, I know I sound like I said 15, but the 50% rule, and that's the net operating income. Uh, equals 15% of the gross rent. Then the one after that was the, the net income after financing cost. So everything else was um, prior, was if you're like doing cash, a cash deal. But net income after financing is uh, the net operating income minus financing loss. So you would take for that one, Thank you, Law. For that one, you would take your net operating income and then what, however much the cost of financing will be, you subtract that from the net operating income so you know exactly what you're bringing in each month. 
And now we're on cash on cash return. Now I want Grace to run through the cash. If you can play the cash on cash return for me one more time, because I want to make sure uh, everybody understood the cash on cash. And then after the cash on cash, we're going to move into the second number when it comes to your rental property calculations and that's equity. So Grace, if you can play the cash on cash, which is C on C or con C, however you want to put it, whatever you feel for you. Cash on cash is better for me. I just like the word cash. Um, so Grace, if you can go ahead, I'm unmuting on mic. I don't know about everybody else, but I can't hear anything. No, no, we can't hear it either, Mr. Dahlia. My apologies, you all. Let me do the skin because I, I sure do. It yes. You didn't click the, you didn't click yeah, the, 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 the little box. Here we go. I'm so sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Take it back a little bit. All right, so this is the last of the formulas that I want to talk about with analyzing income for a property. This is called a cash on cash return. And this is one that I would use to complement the cap rate and the net income after financing because it gives you an idea of what kind of return you're getting on your down payment or the amount of cash you have invested if you use financing. And so I just explained how to use net, how to calculate net income after financing. So the, for this one, you just need to figure out how much cash you put into the property. And I say down payment, but it might be in addition to the down payment you make when you purchase the property might include any other cash you have for repairs or you know, closing costs or things like that. So you want to make sure you include everything, but let me show you an example. So using the numbers we had from that, from the last calculation, last formula, you had $400 per month in net income after financing. So for a year, that's just 4,800 uh, 4, per year. And let's say that you had a $50,000 down payment. So remember, I do really approximate math with these. You don't have to be exact. You know, if I looked at that without a calculator, I would just say, you know, 10% of 50,000 is 5,000. This is a little bit less than that. So it's around a 10% return, a little bit less, a little bit less than 10%, but around a, a 10% cash on cash return. Now, why is this valuable? This is valuable because you have to be disciplined with your cash. So when you invest the cash in a property, you at least just want to see how much of that cash am I getting back in year one? And that's really what this means. This means based on the numbers I have, if I put 50,000 bucks in, I'm gonna get about 10% of it back. And so you can compare that to other investments that you have. You can put it in the stock market and maybe you get an index fund that gets you 2% dividend rate. If that kind of thing is important to you, if the income return is important to you, then that is a good measure of it. The thing I'll say about cash on cash return though is it's kind of a tricky calculation because when you use leverage, it, it can sometimes not be as important as some of the other ones, like cap rate and net income after financing. For example, let's say you, you got a very small amount of cash flow. You, know, you got $100 per month or $1,200 per year, $1,200 per year, but then you had a $1,000 uh, $1, down payment somehow. You know, you, or maybe, maybe even a, you, know, you got a, a FHA loan and you put a, a really small down payment and had a good, good price on it. If you put 3,000 down, 
Well, all of a sudden you have this incredible cash on cash return. This is all this is like greater than a 30, you know, 33% cash on cash return. And you might say, "Wow, that's incredible, 33%." But these are really small numbers. 3,000 down, 1200 per year. I mean, what if you ended up getting $3,000? Per year in cash flow, you'd have a hundred percent return. Isn't that incredible? And that's the best deal ever. Well, maybe, maybe not, because you're magnifying your returns because you're using so much leverage, using a high amount of leverage. Now, there's nothing wrong if that's a good deal for you and that makes sense. But my point is, this is why you look at a lot of different formulas. You want to use a cap rate. You want to use net income after financing, and make sure that it works in multiple ways, not just a cash on cash return. But I do think it's a good one to bring into the mix as you try to have discipline for making sure you're actually getting a return on your cash. Right. Did you want to stop right there before you went into equity? Yes, yes, okay. yes, thank you. All right, so cash on cash. Um, if you have a lot of leverage, it's great, but sometimes it's not great. Leverage can sometimes always be great, and sometimes always not be great. Does anybody have any questions? so far over the formulas that we've talked about. No question. And so the next thing that we're gonna look into is the equity. And these are the rental property, the second rental property calculations. Now equity, of course, is a financial term of what you own. Um, maybe the paired equity used to describe shares of stock in a company, but equity can also be calculated for real estate property too. And what you own is the difference between the fair market value of your property, which is your asset, versus the and um, not versus I'm sorry, and the balance of any debt, which is your liability. So again, equity, of course, we know what the, but it, it means is what you own. You own this, and the difference between, and uh, what you own is the difference between your fair market value of the property you're purchasing, which is your asset, and the balance of any debt, which is your liability. So Grace, if you want to go ahead and, actually, I'm going to you ready for me to share? Oh, no, I'm about to share. Okay. All right. So, giving you guys an idea of what it kind of looks like from the guy that's teaching us everything. This is how he. This is how he draws it out. Okay. So this is your asset. This is your debt. And this is what you own. Your asset, your debt, and what you own. And this is how he drew it out. So, Grace, if you want to go ahead and start the video for the first. You ready? So now the first thing, so yeah, so now what he's going to do is he's going to, um, he's going to teach us about calculating equity. Like finding out exactly what it is that you do own. So from what I just showed you, he's going to tell us, okay, this is the, these are the two numbers that you have to know for the simple math. Um, he's going to tell you how to calculate your equity. So this is the value um, after the repairs, 
Um, if, if you needed to make any repairs, equity is the value of the asset minus the mortgage value. So Grace, I'm gonna go ahead and shut my mouth and let the gentleman speak. All right, so I spent a lot of time going over back of the envelope formulas for analyzing the income of a rental property. And I spent a lot of time because those are really the foundational pieces of an analysis. You know, we call it rental property for a reason because it produces rent. That's one of the main reasons we buy it. We can use that rent to put money in our bank account. We can use that rent to pay the debt. We can use Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That rent to... to hey, you ever seen a wealthy person or a wealthy family or a jet owner? Like, I got a jet, I'm sorry, you know? You to have it grow over time and make more rent. But the, the point is that income is very important. But there, there are cases, and the reason I want to give you another tool to also analyze along with those income formulas is that sometimes the income is not as good, and it might not be the main reason we buy a deal. Like I like to get properties that produce both income and have some equity growth potential. But especially in a hot market, and some, and sometimes even within any market, if you buy some of the higher quality properties, you know, it might not be a screamer of a deal just on your cap rate and net income after financing, that sort of thing. And so equity analysis is another thing that you need to understand and bring as a tool in your toolbox. And let me first of all define what equity means. It basically just means what you own. The reason I have a balance sheet drawn here, this is a really important concept to understand, is that in any business and finance and investing, you have the same thing. You are basically buying assets. So in our case, it's a rental property or a piece of property. You could be buying a stock or a CD or whatever, and it has a certain value. So you can think about like this, this, this column here is the value of that property. And to buy that property, you often use debt, so you have a liability. And then the difference between your asset and your liability, and that's actually the formula for figuring out your equity, is assets minus liabilities equals the amount of equity you have in a property or you have in, in any other ownership of other things. Really, your net worth, that's, what's, that's when you calculate your net worth that's just the total of all of your assets all together, and you subtract all of your liabilities, and what's left over is your equity. And, and really, in the end of the day, that's the game we're playing. We're trying to increase our equity, and we're trying to get a larger net worth, and that's how you build, that's what wealth building is all about. And when you get to a certain amount of wealth, you can then retire off of it. You can live off of it and have financial independence. So that's why this is an important concept to understand. And I wanna mention, when you're analyzing a deal, there are four basic ways to increase the equity that you have in a property. Because when you start off, you could think about a real simple example. Hey, Grace, you'll pause it you for me. You a property for $100,000. All right, everyone. Oh, you don't have to, to keep it sharing. Okay. So he just said that your net worth, you can determine your net worth by all of your assets combined with the same formula. So for all of you who have businesses, Every asset, start adding them up. That's all I want to say. I, I, I've, I've never, I, I wanted to point that out because I don't know about y'all, but 
I've never known something so simple to determine my own network. So she's like, hey, I'll just let everyone know. All right, Grace, go ahead. And you put $20,000 down, you'd have an $80,000 loan or debt. So in that case, you're starting off, you're putting $20,000 into the property, right? That is your original equity day one. But how can we make that get bigger? That's what we want to do. We want to build wealth. And so these are the four ways you can do that. The first thing you can do, and the, I'm going to say these first two are the most important when you're analyzing deals. These, sec, these third and fourth are important, but I like to usually kind of have those after the fact. Those are kind of gravy in addition to what I'm making here at the beginning. So the first thing you can do is you can buy a property at a discount. So this is the whole buy low, sell high. So if you can, because you're bringing cash to, the, to, to a, a property or you just find a situation where somebody just needs to unload it and sell it quickly, it's not unreasonable that you could get a 10% discount, a 20% discount, maybe even a 30 or percent or more discount. This is not like stocks where you have millions of people trying to, trying to buy properties or buy stocks. You, know, you are one, sell, one buyer and there might, you might talk to a seller where it makes sense for both of you to work together and to buy a property. It might be because it's a bank and they just took it back at foreclosure and they don't want to do the work to maximize the value of this property. It might be because somebody inherited the property and they're out of town. It might be a, another situation, a divorce, foreclosure. You know, sometimes just life happens and people want to solve a problem. It could be a landlord who's just tired of the property. For whatever reason, it, it, it could happen, and it's happened a lot for me, that you can buy properties below its current value. So you can buy it at a discount. And by, by doing that, so you might buy a property for $100,000, but the real value might be $120,000. So you put $20,000 down, but you also have, you have an additional $20,000 in equity. So you, just by negotiating, just by, by doing a good job asking and searching for properties, you turn that $20,000 into a total of $40,000. That's pretty good, right? You're making money when you buy. And so the way you can turn that into a to analysis, what do you, how do you look at that? You might say, all right, when I buy a property, I want to make sure I get a, at least a 10% discount along with some of those other income formulas. So maybe I have a $200 to make in, in, in net income after five. Okay, so one of the ways, you can stop sharing your screen real quick. So one of the ways that you can raise your equity is to purchase at a discount. Now, one of the ways you can purchase as a discount is in negotiating the price of the property. It's, it's, it's just about the same way as purchasing a house. You can say, hey, we're either, we, we have, we're gonna have to make all these repairs. We're gonna need a new roof. We're not paying you full price if we gotta replace the roof. Because if you have over 200 units, you have 50 units in each building. What's that? that that's four buildings, Grace? And that's not including the office. The office is a building on its own. And then what if you have, what if each apartment has its own uh, garage, has its own garage, like, you know, how they have the, the buildings on the side that are garages? You got to replace those too. You can't, you can't just replace one roof. And replacing a roof for an apartment complex is a little different because there's some different things that are going to be needed. Like they can't just, they can just put some ladders up there and go at it. No. 
you know, they they have to have lifts so they can lift the materials up there. They have to, you know, so you can negotiate the price of the apartment complex like you would a house. Like, hey, I have if I have to replace all the plumbing, if I have to if I have to replace all the plumbing, if I have to replace the roofing, if I have to replace all these air conditioners for two hundred units, we need to discuss this. I'm gonna need you to come down at least 10, 20%. Because I have to put that money right back into the property. Wow. I did not know those machines got that loud. <laughs> I did not know. It sounds like it was like amplified for some reason. So one of the one of the ways that you can raise your equity is purchasing at a discount. Now you and you'll have some people that'll be willing to do it because they they're just ready to get rid of the property. You have some people that are like, no, we're not budget because they know the value of their property. And that's when you can, and, and you can go to them like, you know what? I completely understand. I do. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go lower either. But I also need you to understand we have to put a lot of money back into this property. Just like if you're purchasing a home and you walk into that home and they want $200,000 for it and you're like, wait. You know, we 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 got a mold situation here. I'm gonna still buy the house from you, but I have to pay to have that mold removed. So I'm gonna need you to come off some change because I gotta put money into it. And so you can negotiate there. So one of the raise raise, one of the ways with a with a W, you can raise with the R <laughs> your equity. is <laughs> buying at a discount. All right, Grace, we can go ahead and, and while he hits number two. financing and I want to get a 10% cash on cash return and I want to make sure I buy at least at a 10% discount or maybe you want to be a little more aggressive you've been buying more properties and you're better at buying maybe you want a 20% discount so that would be a way you can analyze a deal and buy and buy at a discount but another way of looking at that and this is often where I find my best deals is it might not be on the surface you might not be buying it below its current value right away you might need to do something to it to force the appreciation so that the after repair value for is is higher than the current value so a, a fixing up fixing up a property is the most common form of, of adding value to a property you go in there and you add an extra bedroom to the property because you turn a dining room into a bedroom and it costs you five thousand bucks but it increases the value of the property by twenty thousand bucks for example that would be a way of adding value if you buy multi-unit properties just by increasing the rent maybe to the market rates or decreasing expenses on the property, you're adding value. So the, the, the value after you do those repairs could be another way of increasing your equity. You buy it for 100,000 bucks, right, you do something to Positive. it, spend some money on it, and you increase your equity. Sorry, we, we, so we're going to Bible school this. <laughs> okay, so the second way you can add value so you can increase your equity is Force, appreci force appreciation. He mentioned um, raising the rents. Well, that will definitely raise the value of the property to more than what it was before you do that. But I also want y'all to think this way. If you raise the rents, you got to have a reason why. Yes, you can easily say, well, because the market went up. But give your residents something 
so they don't feel like you, you know, screwing them for no reason. <laughs> yes, watching those home renovation shows, they, they pay off, Renee. Because think of this, if you, if you have an apartment complex that you purchase and you want to raise the value and you want to, you want to force appreciation on it, the first thing you can do is just look at the outside of the property and see what needs to be done. You'll be amazed at how much a pressure wash can make something look brand new. The last property that I was on, we pressure washed the entire sidewalks, all of the sidewalks. Every sidewalk that was, that was present, we pressure washed it. And when I tell you the residents came in and was like, wow, the property looks brand new make the residents feel good, make them be proud to stay where they are, and they'll pay the extra money. This easy, and I'm breaking this down to you all now. So when you go into it, you're like, okay, you know what? I want to force appreciation for this property. So um, let's go ahead and like when you're walking the property, you can do that. Okay, we want to force appreciation the moment we get on this property. If you've lived in an apartment complex and you went through an owner change in that apartment complex and your rent went up, this is why. This is exactly why you are now understanding the apartment industry on a different level. So when your manager, when you get that rent notification, that rent increase notification, you already know why. They're trying to force appreciation. So they're raising the rent. That's the first thing owners will do to raise to um force appreciation on the property they're going to raise the rent because that's the income so the first thing they're going to do is raise the rent but i'm telling you all as future property owners when you raise the rent give something to your residents so you don't have such a hard time when the rent is raised if you if you raise in the rent, let them all know, okay, well, raising the rent. So since we're raising the rent, you no longer have to pay for certain, for certain um, replacements in your apartment. Because I do want you to know, you do have to pay for your own light bulbs. Those little things that go, the, the, the things that go underneath the, the burners on the stove, you have to pay for those. The apartment complex will charge you for those. Changing your light bulbs, you'll get charged for those. Changing your blinds, your blinds, you'll get charged for those. So if you raise the rent, give your residents something. Let them know, okay, we're raising the rent, but if you need a blind, if your blinds need to be changed out, we'll change them for free. The first time, because if they have a pit, you're looking at multiple times. See, all of this has to be taken into consideration when you're forcing appreciation. Yeah, we're raising your rent, but we're also going to uh, repaint the parking lot to make sure that you can see where you can and cannot park because we have a lot of people complaining about getting their cars towed because they can't tell where and where not to park. Although that should be done, period. But I'm just giving you an idea of things. You know, hey, we're replacing all of the cabinet knobs to nickel plated instead of copper plated so you know make an appointment with the office to get it done with your rent increase you know things like that because while you it's about money but people pay when they're happy so you have to keep your residents happy while making your money 
or you'll constantly have a turnaround when it comes to your units. And that gets tiresome, always having a vacancy to turn around. You want to be at 100% occupancy so you can coast. A happy office is a full property. Trust me, I've been there. I've done it. And when you're at 100% occupancy or everyone's paying their full rent, it's easier for you to do repairs because you have the money and the budget to do it. So when it comes to forcing the appreciate, uh, forced appreciation for your property, yes, do it. Everybody does it. Every property I've gone to, I've had every time I've gone to a property, I've had to raise rent. Every time. And I hated it. I've only been there two weeks and the manager telling me, hey, I need you to send out these, these increases and increase it between $25 to $50. And I'm sitting here like, that's, these people don't even know me and you want me to take more money from them and you want me to add $25 to $50 to the rent they're already having a hard time trying to pay? What am I going to tell them that comes in place of this? Like, how am I going to, how am I going to ease this blow? So yes, force appreciation does add value. It does increase your equity. But when doing that, make sure you're giving, giving something in return so that force, that particular force appreciation doesn't come off so hard. All right, Grace, go ahead. Property is the most common form of, of adding value to a property. You go in there and you. If you give me 39 seconds, I'm going to show you how I save $96,000 on my taxes completely audit proof. You add an extra bedroom to the property because you turn a dining room into a bedroom and it costs you 5,000 bucks, but it increases the value of the property by 20,000 bucks, for example. That would be a way of adding value. If you buy multi-unit properties, just by increasing the rent maybe to the market rates or decreasing expenses on the property, you're adding value. So the, the, the value after you do those repairs could be another way of increasing your equity. You buy it for 100,000 bucks, but you do something to it, spend some money on it, and you increase your equity. So in both cases, you're, you're, do, you're controlling the profit, the amount of money you make on the property by increasing your equity. So I like to use those to analyze deals. These other two are also important. So when you own a long-term rental property, if you can just pay the mortgage down over time and have, if you have a 20-year loan and you're at least breaking even on that loan, you're going to be building equity month by month by month by paying down your mortgage. So it's definitely important. I don't necessarily always calculate that up front on this back of the envelope math, but it is definitely something you can make money on as a rental property. And then passive appreciation can make you very, very wealthy by buying in the right locations and just holding on. I don't use that necessarily as a back of the envelope analysis, although it could be a big part of my long-term wealth building plan because I wanna buy a property that meets a certain goal with income that maybe meets a certain goal with equity, I buy it 10% below value, or if it's in a really good location, a really good property, I might not need to get a discount at all as long as the income and everything else works. So th this is how I use equity analysis to kind of complement the income of a property and, and be able to analyze a deal using back of an envelope or the back of a napkin or whatever the case might be. All right, I want to put everything. Did you want me to stop it right there? Yes. Okay. 
All right, everyone. So tomorrow we're gonna cover these four. Um, the four, the four ways to raise equity. He's gonna go through those, and we're gonna go through those. What I also did was I put the link in the chat. If you have the chance to go through the video and write out the questions that you'll have, um, so we can answer questions because. Antonio is serious about this deal and he wants all of you to have all the information you need to have. So I put the video in there. Does anybody have any questions so far? Like, have y'all played with the numbers? Have you passed up a prop? Have you gone up to a property and checked it out and played with the numbers and see how the numbers came out? Has anyone done that yet? Okay. <laughs> For me, I have not played with the numbers yet, but I have been researching different properties and the values and all that kind of stuff. So I'm now that I'm listening and this information is getting familiar with me, I'm kind of plugging it in the more and more I listen to it. Awesome. That's good to hear. So y'all do the same. Look, look, look for these apartment complexes. And if you if you're a little nervous, because we're going to be doing deals together, but Antonio wanted you to have the information so you can do your own deals too or you guys can partner with each other in your area and work on it. So with that being with that being said, take these numbers, like just randomly go online and find an apartment complex and I'll send you guys a link. I'll send you guys a link where you can go. Uh, loopnet.com, I'll put the link in the chat. loopnet.com on loop loopnet.com is where they sell commercial properties so excuse me so not only multifamily but like businesses like um my brain my brain just stopped working grace what are what are the the high rises commercial properties like not lost um but you said it high rises. Like, yeah, they're they're high rises, but they're like commercial buildings. Um, um where you have like office, like build your own office space in there, and stuff like that. Okay, that's that's what you find on Loopnet. I love that site, Arshia. I really do. I like that one too. I, you know what? One of them I'm looking at. Um, he said he pulled it up. I was looking at. Um, you know how to have wash interior, a self serve. I actually, I actually know someone who owns a washateria. Like when she opened it, she's actually a really good friend of. I'm gonna call her my business mom, because she was the woman who, who actually showed me that a woman could be an entrepreneur. Because I didn't know. I knew men did it, but I didn't know women could do it. And I worked with her in her house in her business. And she, that was, that's when I, that's when it just really dawned on me. Oh, so I can own my own business and work from my house. Like I don't have to log into somebody else's clock every day. She changed my life. I was 18 when it happened. Why it took me so long to get there? I don't know, but I was 18 when it happened. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> but loop, L-O-O-P, net.com. It'll, sh and you can, it's, it's like um, any type of real estate website. You can go in, put in your location, look for a multifamily in your location. 
Um, what city is Law in? Brooklyn. Also, while she's looking that up, if anyone, I put in the chat again, anyone who wants to participate in the full moon event, you send your $72 to Antonio's Cash App and Ibrahim will, as soon as you sign up, let me or Deanna know and Ibrahim will do your podcast or business logo um, for for either one of those. Uh, Miss Shelley has bought hers. Okay. I just want to tell y'all. She let me know. So anybody else come on and join us. Come on, A. Shelley. That's my new auntie, y'all. <laughs> okay. So look at this. In Brooklyn, there is actually an auction taking place October 18th for a six-unit multifamily property in, property in Brooklyn, New York. It's prime Bushwick, loca Bushwick location near subway stops. And the starting bid is at 600000 It's retail and multifamily. This is what LoopNet does for you. Here's an eight-unit auction, November 14th in Brooklyn, multifamily. And this one is, oh, they didn't give us a price for that one. Look, look at this one, 58-unit apartment complex. Remember that cap rate? It's a 5.7% cap rate, 16, 16 and a half million. 125th, oh, I like this building. I like this. Okay, don't don't look for buildings like I do. Don't do that. Don't do that, y'all. Don't don't say, oh, I like it, and then go for it. Don't do that. That mm -mm, that's not smart. I just think it's cute because I like these LeBay windows. I've always loved that. So y'all don't. Mm -mm, hey, don't Deanna. Do um, yes. and I love bay windows too. Every time I go past the house around here, and I'll be like, ooh, I want that in my house. I love bay windows. I think it just opens up the 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 space even more. But my my question was um loop loop i think okay is it does it go by state or does it just compile everything together because i see this this link you put by in the city chain. and state Lorena. yeah city and state okay. cool beans cool beans. thank you very welcome okay now i don't know if law sees this but on saratoga on Saratoga Avenue, there's a four-unit apartment building for $750,000, and it's $187,500 per unit, and it is for sale. Now, I could be wrong, but law, is that a good price? To me, that seems like a very reasonable price for a property in New York, in Brooklyn, or New York, period. I could be wrong, though. Look at this. It's an investment, multifamily, low rise, lot size, class C, average occupancy 50%, which means four, two out of four of the properties are leased already. It's two stories. It was built in 1930. It has a kitchen. Then it gives you the map of where everything is and you look. So when you're looking for a property and you want to know what's around it, Saratoga Avenue Transit, six-minute walk. Let's go to, what city is Miss Adonia in? Hmm, good question. I'm not sure. Is she in the Bay Area? 
Fredonia is in the Bay Area. I'm in the Bay Area. I'm uh, really right outside of Napa, and you know it's expensive as a wine country. Gotcha. Oh, look at that. There is nothing in Napa. There is nothing for sale. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I've never seen that before. <laughs> All right, so Miss Adonia, look at this. There's an 18-unit apartment complex in Santa Rosa, California. Cap rate is 5.01%. It was built in 71. They want 5250000 for it. And then you have, look, 12 units here. You have eight units here. Here's a six unit in San Rafael. Huh. That's, those are really, that, that area is high price and actually very popular, especially summertime because a lot, of, I'm, my brother and I are looking for Airbnb, a couple of properties for that because people come out for entertainment in those areas. So oh. thank you. I, I, I may pay attention um, in that. We've been, we're looking at single family for the Airbnb, but I think we'll pay attention and play with that too. So thank you for mentioning it. Appreciate you. Oh, you're very, very welcome. How far is Yuba City from you? It's a little ways. It's um, probably hour plus. It's more towards the, I, I'm going to say the mountains because I'm more toward the Bay Area. I'm smack in the middle between Sacramento and San Francisco. So oh. Oakland is, is right in that. I work in Contra Costa County, which is ex very expensive um, area. So of course I cross the bridge because I'm in, uh, I can affordability area. Um, so, <laughs> so, cause I'm not trying to pay a million dollars in rent. I refuse. And people say, oh, you should sell your house and you can get a house. No, I'm not selling nothing because my little modest house, I have a very uh, modest uh, mortgage and that's how we going to keep it. Hey man, I'm not even mad at you. I'm not even mad at you. Okay. So look here we have, so this is in Sacramento. Oh, look, a four unit apartment and you can take this and turn it into an Airbnb and have four Airbnb units that you rent out or have two that you lease and two that are Airbnb. So you can make it a, a dual use property, a uh, short distance from Lake Tahoe and Napa Valley. Let's see. So it's 262,500 per unit. Average occupancy is 97%. So it's pretty much 100% full because for four units at 97, you're doing good. It was built in 1915. And look, there's your average rents per month. You have one unit that's like, uh, looks like it's an inefficiency, a zero and one. That's 1,200 a month. And then you have three one bed, one baths at 1,300 a month. And it gives you the square footage for them. So now you know what you're looking at. Then when you scroll down even more, look what it's close to. Transits and subways. It's close to the Sacramento International Airport, 20-minute drive. And then it recommends what you may also like. So for you all who go on LoopNet, oh, this one's nice. This is a three-unit apartment complex with a 6.21% cap rate. So as you see, loopnet.com 
y'all go in y'all play y'all have fun check it out take the take what you see use the numbers play with the numbers just to get yourself used to the calculations when we were doing if y'all ever took our if you took our real estate class and we were going through how to um, get a renovation budget without actually walking the property the only way I was able to do that or uh, me and Michelle when Michelle was doing it with us the only way we were able to do that is because we practiced it over and over. We practiced the numbers and how to do the math and do that all, do that over and over again. So what you do is to get used to doing these numbers, it doesn't even have to, it doesn't even have to be something that you're actually going to buy. You can just go on LoopNet, put in your city, get like the first 12 properties, just pick the first 12 properties and then just like do the math on them and say, okay, so out of all of these, out of these 12, these four, look, the numbers look good for these four. So let me keep doing the numbers and playing with the numbers just so you can get used to the numbers. So when you're ready to step out, when you're ready to go partner with someone else and you have that wonderful relationship that you built, you already know what to do. And you're, you're, and you're, you're confident in doing it. When it comes to numbers, confidence is key. Because when you get nervous with numbers, you start messing up. So tomorrow we're gonna cover um, we're gonna cover the ways to uh, my brain just the ways the other the equity calculations. We're gonna go over the equity calculations tomorrow. You have the link to the video so you can watch it in your time and you can go through and slowly pause do whatever you want to do to take notes. And you have a website where you can go and check out commercial properties so you can play with them, see what's in your area. Because every deal that's done, you can bring one to the table too. Be like, hey, I saw this in my property, in my area. I'm really interested in this property, but I want to partner with someone on it who's interested. And you can already, and because you're in the community, you can say, already did the numbers and this is the cap rate and this is this and that is that and this is this and the person you're talking to understand that that's a wonderful conversation to have when somebody understands numbers with you so y'all take the time play with it have fun with it remind yourself this is my retirement so let me have fun with my retirement and remember all also remember the full moon event as Grace said, uh, A. Shelley already got hers. The full moon event is Sunday, October 9th. It's $72. Just cash app Antonio. Once you cash app Antonio, please text me or Grace so we can let Ibrahim know. So that way you can start working on your podcast, uh, your podcast cover. If you have any questions about anything, the real estate, the full moon event, anything, please text me or email me, text Grace. And tell her, hey, tell Deanna to call me or however you want to communicate this. Arshia, I have not forgotten about you. Thank you for the reminder. All right. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I learn it. I learn it. So, yeah, you know, I was like another reminder. Please do. Always, always, always. Shiny things. You would think as a grown woman, shiny things wouldn't get my attention, but they do. They do. Let a pretty bird land on this little pole out here. I'm going to be. Oh, snap, and come back to y'all. It happens quite often. Grace pulls me back all the time. So the full, if you have questions about the full moon event, questions about the real estate, you, you, 
questions about anything. You can ask me, hey, look, I got this spot on my arm and it's purple. What do you think? Send me a picture. I'll get you an answer. <laughs> I can't promise it'll be the answer you want, but I can get you. I can get you an answer. So just feel free. Thank you all so much for enduring the ruckus in my background. Uh, thank y'all so much for being with me this morning. I'm looking forward to going over the equity calculations with you guys tomorrow because oh, we're going to dig deep. Um, raise your hand, please, because my brain is foggy on this. I thought I did them all, but I want to make sure. Raise your hand if we have gone through, if we did not go through your micro business with you. I thought so. I thought so, Miss Janice. I was asking Grace last night. I said, did you do Miss Janice? I just, so I had to ask Commissioner. Okay, so we're gonna do Miss Janice tomorrow. I know Ao, Tracy, um, Ao and Tracy, and the McDavid's. Jerome, I hope you got my email. Melissa, you're. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to look at it. I got. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Melissa, uh, Cheyenne's email is coming. Tanisha's email is uh, coming today. Um, just send Cheyenne's to me and I'll get it yeah. to her because she forgot her password again. No worries. Got you covered. Thank um, you. Very welcome. Let me check to see if there's going to be an esoteric call today. I don't think it's going to be. No, there's no esoteric call today because Antonio's mom has an actual, she has her doctor now. Like she has been assigned a doctor at the VA and she has her first appointment today. Um, yes. Yeah. Prayers yes. work. Yes. Prayers yes. do work. Yes, yes. yes. Awesome. That is wonderful. Yes, yes. 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 So that she is has, good. I, Dr. Trask, look, I just got to chill. Let me tell y'all what happened. Not right there. Antonio said he has literally watched God work. He said he went from extreme hard nose like aggressive, aggressively mean nose for 20 minutes straight to someone who said yes. Every time he goes uh, to handle things with his mom, he updates me. And the first text message I always get is ran into some issues. That's the first text message I always get. And then after that, there's a flow of found somebody to help us, found this, found that, found this, found that, got this done, got that done. So I'm telling y'all, God, God, he, he doing his thing. So y'all open your eyes so you can see his works. And every time you get amen, a victim, amen. every time, every time you, every, every time you have a victory, celebrate that victory. Because every time you celebrate that victory, it makes it so much easier to receive the next one. So in celebration, Antonio is taking his mom to her doctor, her doctor's appointment, not just going up there to see if he can get one, not, not no, this is her appointment with her doctor. So we are grateful. And uh, TS and F consultant management, I'm a, if, if, you are, if you are a veteran, I'm going to need you to go on, direct yourself to Tyrell. I still got paperwork I'm getting to him today. Let me tell you something. He know what he doing. And he doing it quickly. He not 
he not, you know, he not BSing with your VA. And put it that way. You go make sure you get what you deserve. And that's, that's one veteran working with other veterans. So that's someone who understands the process. Deanna? Yes, sir. After I finished playing with um, Mr. Terrell, my disability went up almost two grand a month. Two grand a month. I ain't mad at him at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> what y'all gonna do? If you're a veteran, don't slide over into Tyrell's inbox. Say, hey, what do we need to do to get started? <laughs> also, also, guys, a new episode of Prisoners, uh, of Wanderers and Prisoners goes up at 9.30 a.m. Nope, no, thank you. Goes up at 9.30 a.m. So be ready to watch that. Uh, listen to that. Thank you all so much. Have an amazing day. It is Thursday. No esoteric training because Antonio is, you know, he's going to be on the road. Have an amazing day, everyone. You can plant better. You can dominate. Love you all. Love you more. Love you more. Love you more. Oh, we will be having we leadership class. We do dominate. Yes, we That's right. Come ahead, Miss Frida. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.